And in just a moment, we'll say it again. It's good evening to all of you, and welcome tonight to our very special and annual Graduate Chapel. Amen. Father, we ask that right now you would accept all of the praise that we're about to offer you. Receive it as our gift, our gift of sacrifice. For all that you have done, we give you praise. And I ask, too, that you would help those of us who hear these testimonies to be encouraged by the work of your spirit and your grace in the lives of our brothers and sisters. So we will continue on doing what you've called us to do. We ask it in Jesus' name and look forward to your speaking to us. Amen. You may be seated. This is my favorite chapel service of the year. Um, because we get to hear from our brothers and sisters in Christ uh, the way that God has worked in their lives. So I'm going to ask um, this row of four, if you guys will come. Yep, these four right there, come on up. And they're going to give testimony to um, the things that God has done in their lives, and then we're going to continue on through the rest of the, uh, of the students. I guess I go first. Well, let's uh, see, it was last year and uh, the year before, I sat somewhere over there and I said to myself, when it comes to be my turn, I'm going to have something written. It's going to be 90 seconds. It's going to be concise to the point and it's going to be great. But uh, here it is 12 months later and uh, I've just wasted about 15 to 30 seconds. So I'll try and wrap this up real quick for you. My testimony, I guess, that I've been trying to work on and that God has been trying to work on in my life, I would like to sum it up in uh, a verse of scripture. Uh, Micah 6, 8 says, uh, act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God. Is that right, Dr. King? I think that's right. And I've been trying, and I think God has been working on my life and, and trying to make that the point, the testimony of my life, to not worry about grades and to not worry about school, to not worry about where church I'll be at or, or who's going to pay the bills or, or who's going to pay the loan. But to focus on walking humbly with God. And that's my testimony. Well, as we approach this evening, we're told that this is a time of remembrance. So this is what I remember. I remember those that began with us and are not here. So I know Dr. Graves' job is to challenge you tomorrow night, but since I already have a church and he can't do anything but get rid of me now, <laughs> I'll issue you this challenge. Finish. This is the testimony that God can ha make it happen. You can finish. 
Each and every one of these people, myself included, have overcome obstacles and hurdles to stand here today, finish. Don't let it go, finish. When your time comes, you should be the one standing here saying as I am, I remember those that didn't. But I get to see the ones that have. Amen? Amen. Very good. Wow. Um, I too tried to think of something that was going to be profound and interesting. But uh, the Lord taught me something here that I never thought I would learn by coming to this college. And it's perseverance. Perseverance in a way that I never thought it could shape me. I've lost four loved ones since I've been here. Every time I've had a professor with me that has asked me if I'm okay. Dr. Powers, Attic, King. My testimony, these people and these professors do care and do love. They really do. And if it weren't for these people, I would have left. I would have left. But God used them to show me something that I had in myself, and that's the ability to succeed by letting him have control over me and pers persevering through everything in a way that I never thought I could. And I thank God every day, and I will, until the day I die, for the people that I've had here with me. Take advantage of the professors. Talk to them. They do care. And they will help you succeed. And they will help you finish. Amen. All these years, I finally got up here. <laughs> Jeremiah says, like fire, shut up in my bones. I got to thank the Lord. I got to thank Dr. Stelton for us when I want to give up. Oh, hold on, let me, let me hold back. They, <laughs> I got the right to praise him. See, because when I went to throw in the towel, the Lord, that little still voice said, keep on keeping on. When I, I want to just give up, when the bills and the family and everything just started to come up, overwhelming, that voice said, keep on keeping on. When you just feel like exegetical papers and everything else, Excuse me, Professor Crane, my English is about to be messed up. <laughs> but I got to thank the Lord and all the professors and the, the doctors that stuck with me. The students, your smile, you know I'm not Nazarene, you know that, right? <laughs> but I'm still, and we are together, a child of God. And y'all have taught me so much, the teachings and the the love alone, Dr. Hagee and his music, and whew, we leaving together. But I thank the Lord for each and every one of y'all. But students, my brothers and sisters, when we go out here tomorrow, those days keep on keeping on. Those students that are back here, when you feel like you're overwhelmed, 
keep on keeping on because it's going to get hard oh yeah but with the love of the professors and the staff and the students i love each and every one of y'all i thank y'all keep on keeping on god bless you something typed up here that I wanted to share with you all. Um, the thing that has made the, uh, the most difference um, at NBC has been the Christian Counseling Cohort, and it has truly changed my life completely, just upside down and inside out, but for the better. And um, another thing um, that has really changed me has been all, all of the Bible classes that I've had to go through. It's, it's really helped me to see how God can use me in ministry, even though I'm just a normal person that, you know, just an everyday person that, um, that goes through a lot of struggles. And uh, so here's the thing that I wanted to share. Um, it, it's actually kind of like a description of what I feel called to do, um, the people group that I feel called to work with. Little Sarah Jane ran away from home, 14 and pregnant. She was all alone, couldn't run from Wong, and was going to be sent away. Walking with her black and blue, eyes full of tears, the burden that she carries much too over her years. Looking at her face would confirm your worst fears, but instead she goes unnoticed. Sarah Jane, another girl who is dying inside. You'd think that someone would stop, but we hide, too intent on completing our day. And she's left there to say, do you hear me? Can you see me? Walking down the street watching you, you could help me, but you're not looking. I bet you would if only you knew you could make a difference. I want to make it. How do I get there? If you showed me that you cared, you know you could make a difference. Um, there, there are just so many people in the world today, um, so many young women who aren't alive because they still believe the lives, lies and never recognize who God made them inside. God help us if we can't help them find their way. God help us if we hide in a corner and ignore the cries of the street. Do you hear what they say? I know you hear her, God. Her name is Sarah Jane and she's crying. So I, I feel called to work with uh, young women who come from abused homes and uh, so that's what I want to do and I encourage all of you who are still going through uh, college to just keep pressing on always always just keep hanging on Jesus and you'll get through Well, like every NBC student, I've had a few problems since I've been here. And my professors were always willing to lend an ear. And they could not solve my problems, but they were able to fix me. They listened, and I was able to get things off my, out of my system. And they encouraged me, and I started to believe in myself. And they prayed with me. 
and I knew that I wasn't alone and that someone cared. And I want to thank them for their love. Hi, I'm Christina, for anyone who doesn't know me. I heard a story once about a young Bible college student who asked a great pastor, how do I know I'm really supposed to be in Bible college? And the great pastor answered him, well, how has your life been going since you started Bible college? And the student said, oh, it's been great. Everything's been perfect. My life has never been better. And the great pastor said, then you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> when we are pursuing God's call and following what he's called us to do, the enemy will attack us at every opportunity. When I started um, following my call um, from God to go to Bible college in 2002, I was married, I had a great job, I was financially stable, I had a beautiful home, and I had a precious four-week-old baby. When I graduated from my associate's degree in 2005, I was a single mom, I was living with my parents, I was unemployed, I didn't have a dime to my name, and my then two-and-a-half-year-old son had been diagnosed with moderate disabilities. And two months later, I, I moved to Colorado Springs to come to NBC, which has been an entire journey of itself um, of just breaking free and going forward. And as I graduate, I know that God is my anchor and he's my rock. And even when I have failed my call, even when I have failed in the call that he has given me, he's been faithful to that call. And he's going to be faithful to that call. And even though right now I don't know what the future holds, I stand so secure in knowing that he's with me every step of the way. Well, I was blessed to be um, raised in a Pentecostal church and being in, excuse me, raised in a Pentecostal church and just being in a good atmosphere of a gospel home, one that everybody is not privileged and honored to be in raised in a, a goodly, godly home, which some of them are always, you know, abused or whatever. But, and I've also been married 28 years to a wonderful minister of the gospel. And what I thank the Lord for him, he's just been a blessing and an encouragement to me going through this uh, playing the piano in a church of piano diploma. And Anne Hage, my professor Anne Hage, has been such a blessing to me. Um, I was playing the piano and I totally play it by ear. And so when I came to play with Mrs. Anne Hage, she always had to correct me. I'm using the wrong fingering. And I was like, I don't want to use that finger. I'm used to this one. But I thank the Lord for her patience and for her just being with me and, and always being there to listen to every need that I needed. Thank you. Well, good evening. Sorry I'm not wearing my hat. I came unprepared and it will not stay on my curly head. So here it is. <laughs> Five years ago, the Lord began something in me. And I had to decide yes or no for this journey. I hated school. I was so afraid of it. I, had, I wanted nothing to do with it. But when I got here, the Lord showed me I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's not by my ability, it's his. I do my puny little 2%, but he does the 98%. <laughs>
When we say yes to God, as you have already experienced in your lives, all hell literally breaks loose. Amen? All hell breaks loose. The trials and tribulations that I've been through in these five years. This year it became very personal and very physical. I thought I would have to give up playing the violin. But the Lord was showing me my, that my identity is not that instrument. Jesus Christ is my identity. And a paper degree, a bachelor's, master's, PhD, that's not our identity either. Jesus Christ is our identity. This is an award for a job well done. My friends, don't give up. The enemy will do all he can to get you to quit and to get you to shake your fist in the face of God. Don't do it. Let the Holy Spirit empower you to keep going. Thank you. I titled my testimony a sacrifice of thanksgiving because I hate being in front of people and this is a sacrifice to the people I'm honoring and I'm not getting a grade for it, okay? <laughs> when I came to the Lord through a deep depression, I felt my life was a complete failure. It was broken and shattered, but Jesus still wanted it, so I offered it to him. The success of my graduation is a marker that shows me God has raised me above that failure. He showed me he could and is making my life worth more than I could ever have imagined. After my past failures, it wasn't a natural feeling for me to be proud of myself. It took the help of some very special people. My friend Wilma gave me this congratulations card. It says, it took your persistence and God's assistance to make it turn out this way. This is true, and I give God the glory, but I also made it because of those the giver of this card represents, my friends. It was through them that the Lord showed me I can be proud of myself because he is proud of me. Wilma often says to me, I'm proud of you. My friend Liz Linda also says to me, I'm proud of you. And Linda has said to me of my husband with tears in her eyes, do you know how proud Mark is of you? He's so proud of you. When I was given the awards, Mark did a happy dance for me, which I know he won't do for you. <laughs> My friend Judy has believed in me and supported me throughout this six-year journey. I often hear how proud Judy is of me when she excitedly reminds me of all I have accomplished. My closest friend is my husband, Mark. More than anyone, Mark has supported me on this journey. He has listened to me read numerous exegetical and research papers out loud so I can proof them. He has taken up most of the cleaning and cooking in our house, and on top of that, he has built me a wraparound porch to relax in, a laundry room, and a wall-to-wall -wall bookshelf for all my books. I can't tell you how many times I've said to him, pray for me, and he did. In other words, he has loved me. I especially like the words Mark uses to show me he is proud of me. You did good, Nettie. Today I offer up a sacrifice of thanksgiving to my Lord for Mark and the friends he has blessed me with.
I'll go first to go first. Except I have no idea what I'm going to say. Um, I came here three years ago, but before that I, um, I didn't even know that I was supposed to, I, I guess I did, I knew I was supposed to go into counseling 15 years before I did, and I ran from God. Four years after I decided to say yes to God, here I am. And the only thing I could say is thank you to my family, my son, my daughter, and my wife. Thank you all, because you made it happen for me. I know that wasn't 90 seconds, but that's all I got. <laughs> Well, I, I did prepare some notes, but uh, I don't think I'm going to use them. I'm a little excited right now. Um, yes, Dr. Lambert, I got to focus like a laser beam here. I got to focus. I, I got ADD. It's a problem, you know. But uh, you, you listen to a guy that was an electrician for eight years, did really bad in high school, and uh, I did it. But all I've got to say to you guys is, is that our fellow Greek Orthodox friends talk about walking down the red road, walking with God every day, and having people around you, surrounding yourself with people that will comfort you, be with you, disciple you along that road. And that's what you guys got to do. You know, this is so exciting to me. I'm so excited right now. Uh, you guys that, that are still coming along, coming up here, you know, and, and in a couple years, hopefully graduating, maybe next year, this is something that you got to look forward to. You got to focus, you got to concentrate, and you got to surround yourself with people that are, are going to be there for you and are going to disciple you and, and be beside you the whole way. I just thank God so much that I have somebody like that, my wife. I love her to death, and she's praying for me all the time. And uh, I have a baby girl now, and my life is just going so well. Anyways, I, I just praise God, and I just pray that uh, all you graduates, that when we graduate, that you don't forget that, that we continue on walking in that, on that red road. Thank you. Unlike my friend Dan, uh, I seem to have been raised to excel in school. Um, I don't say that as anything to brag about, and I don't even make really great grades, um, but I don't really try too hard. Um, God said, go to school. Um, I want you to be at NBC, and I thought, okay, well, school is easy. I can do that. I wasn't prepared for the fact that he was going to change me in the process. In the hardest five years of my life, but it's been five years that I would not trade for anything else. School has been um, amazing. I've learned uh, countless things. Um, I can write an exegetical paper. I can. Um, I could probably even preach. I, I, I'm not sure. Um, 
The truth is, is school has prepared us for this. But an even deeper truth is that if you have not prepared yourself with your life, that if God has not changed you in your experience at NBC, you've wasted your time. And it's, it's true that I could have failed every class that I took here and it would have still been worth my time and effort. And so I just say thank you. Thank you to professors that have been there to uh, encourage me and to teach me what it's like not just to aim for good grades, but also to, to grow and become more like Christ. But more importantly, I'd like to thank Christ himself for coming alongside me during difficult times, even through easy times, just to point out, you know, you're going to have these easy times, but you need to be prepared that life is full of surprises. And those surprises are good, and those surprises are bad. But the fact is, is through whatever surprise that it is, he's there. And he's there to hold your hand and to walk you through it. And it's, uh, it's worth your time. Thanks, y'all. First of all, I'd like to thank God for his mercy and grace. Uh, I'd like to thank my wife, Bobby Jo, who's an encouragement and inspiration to me. My three kids, Jordan, Dylan, and Ian, who are very understanding when Daddy has to do homework again and again and again. I want to thank the faculty and staff here they have pastor's hearts, and they minister to all of us. And fellow students, I know that I've had a big family here for the last five years, and when it comes time to go, it'll be exciting, but it'll be a sad time as well. I miss everyone a great deal. And I thank Jesus Christ for what he's going to do in our ministry as we leave here, and for what he's going to do through all of your ministries in the future. He has something great in store for all of us here. Don't give up. I did like to start out by praising God. This dumb old logger from North Idaho made it. <laughs> it took five years, but I do have two degrees out of the thing. <laughs> As I stand up here tonight, I can look around this room and in every section there are people I'd love to mention and every one of you know who you are. But I will mention my two daughters that came tonight, Lisa and Chris, my daughter who couldn't come, Callie, and our son, Tyler, and our oldest daughter who couldn't even make the, the, the ride here when we first came, our daughter Jessica back in Idaho. It's been said several times tonight that it is going to be hard. There are hard times, but keep on. This makes it all worth it. There's times when I wanted to quit last week, but I got that finance paper done. <laughs> But it is all worth it. Every one of these professors that you've had to endure are really looking out for your best interests. Dr. Deuce, Patsy Crane, Dr. Powers, Dr. Madsen, 
Dr. Ott. There's more of them over here. That's, <laughs> but every one of these people are looking out for you. Oh, Dr. Lewis, he's sitting back there too. So uh, they are looking out for your best interests. And when those times do get a little hard, talk to these people or talk to some of your classmates because they're, the one, they're here, they're going through things that you've gone through or are going through and they're here to help you too. Some of the relationships you build here will be relationships that will last your whole life. Cherish those because you may, as we leave here, we may not see each other as much as we may want to. Paul, I've seen enough. But, uh, <laughs> but again, I want to thank all of you for this whole experience. It is one that I will never forget. Well, it's been 11 years, and you'd think by now I'd have something to say. <laughs> um, thought all day today about what I might say. Um, I did quit. <laughs> I did give up. I remember sitting in your office, Dr. Lambright. <laughs> Said, I'm done. I've had enough. I want to go home. And I looked at Dr. Lambright for something wise that he always says. And he just smiled and looked at me and nodded his head. And that was it. <laughs> but you know, um, I know he's been praying for me and I made it. I'm here. You know, God is faithful. Even though sometimes it takes some of us a little bit longer, God is faithful. And you'll see us through. Thanks, Daryl. I wasn't going to cry and you did it anyway. <laughs> but that's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for the relationships that we've made, for the people that are all over the United States now that we have as friends that we would not have known if we wouldn't have followed what God has called us to do. And I'm thankful for that. And God has taught us that he is faithful in the little things, that all the obstacles, everything, he cares through every minute. And we wouldn't be here if he wasn't there for us. And we thank him for that. Yeah. Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Go in his peace. Mm -hmm.